You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Welcome back. What? Two feet. What was that? <laughs> Damn it, the wrong sound played. <laughs> the oh, most God. mellow song of all time to start on, off a podcast. Me... It's Corona time. No, hey, it is. Corona time right now. It kind of is Corona time right now. It's Corona time. It's corona I love muchachos. December, Christmas parties, everybody mm-hmm. getting together, sneezing on each other's faces. Yeah. It's Corona time. Wish we had some liquid Coronas right now. Yeah, liquid Courage Coronas. Welcome to the podcast. We're back. This is Feeding Off Each Other, the show where we chat to people way more interesting than ourselves in the hopes of stealing some of their sweet, sweet talent and knowledge. I'm Matt Dennison, and I am joined by... Professional road tripper Jason Lucas. Mm, professional is a strong word. Yeah, you've driven a lot over the United, uh, across the United States, and yes. you just returned from a long trip. Yes, and I'm also joined by the man of the hour, David Wiggins. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the kids. The kids are uh, very excited to eat hear from you today dave yeah you know i'm a pretty uh, major public figure so views should be up <laughs> <laughs> so today's episode uh is all about david i guess maybe like 15 episodes ago we did jason mm-hmm. it was all the all about jason the jason mm-hmm. lucas interview mm-hmm. and today we thought we'd do the david wiggins interview because we want to learn about you dave okay there's so much we don't know about you i feel like i hardly is know there, you. i'm an open book yeah, but you don't, you, that's the thing. You're an open book, so we have to read you, but you don't like exclaim <laughs> your words. From I think your story. you're misunderstanding that metaphor. <laughs> no, no, I got it. <laughs> Why don't we start off this interview uh, of Dave mm-hmm. with hearing about Jason's road trip? So, Jason, you We're actually went that. to Joshua Tree. I, yeah, uh, I just got back the other day. From a week-long road trip throughout the United States of America. Left from here and drove down to Southern California. And then into Arizona. And then into Utah. And then back up. Kind of like a big teardrop shape. And I gotta say, America's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you go in a teardrop because you murdered someone in prison? <laughs> <laughs> no, or is that just a teardrop tattoo you get? Is that yeah? Is that a reference? Yeah. To, um, Didn't you know that if you if you see a, someone that went to prison with a teardrop tattoo, who has what rapper is that Gucci? It's for every person you killed. Who has that tattoo? Uh, probably Gucci. Yeah, I think so. I've heard that when you see a pair of shoes hanging on a telephone wi- wire, mm-hmm. that that's where someone got I've killed. But oh. I, I feel like that's just where an angsty skateboarder was hanging out. So, um, my buddy. Stefan and I, we used to do that. We used to throw them up in our neighborhood like a couple of years ago. And then a neighbor yelled at us. A couple years ago? Yeah, he would like <laughs> find he would find shoes just on the street and he'd toss them up there. Uh, I didn't realize you guys went to jail. Is yeah. It, is that what it signifies? Yeah, we murdered some people. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> can't wait to get into that later. Yeah, yeah, wow. Thank God I have that question ready. Jason, did you yeah. find Joshua's tree? <laughs> yeah, I actually... I actually really like going to those places in America that have like this sort of mysticism about them and like all this lore, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, Did you guys know Joshua Tree is called that because the Mormons came down there and it looked like Joshua from the Bible with his hands up in the air praying to God, those those trees. 
So there's a lot of Joshua trees, not just one. I think Jason just stole your fun fact know, of the day, I, Dave. Was that the fun fact of the day? That, it, it is that was now. pretty fun. Yeah, I don't know. There's I no, had fun. There's no need to go to Dave Although now. it got a little bit churchy for me. Yeah, yeah you lost <laughs> you me know? at the Bible. Yeah, I was like, I know, now? I know, I know. There's a lot of Mormon stuff in that part of the country. I hope I got that right. Was or, it, <laughs> <laughs> wait, is, isn't Joshua Tree in California? Yeah, but there's still lots the, of The Mormons? Yeah. What's the closest city? Uh, Palm Springs, technically. Okay. It's, it's like an hour out from LA? Mm, two and a half from LA. Okay. I've been to Palm Springs. So you were pretty much at Joshua Tree, like 40 minutes away. Yeah. Not even. What'd you guys do? Did you camp? Camped. Um, a couple nights and then, uh, did an Airbnb and it's funny, the Airbnb there all look the same. They're all ranchers. They all have a backyard with an outdoor hot tub, a bathtub for some reason, a shower mm. and then twinkle lights. Yeah, 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 classic. And, and like it's that's every Airbnb ever. An outdoor bathtub. Yep. Why do you need a bathtub and a hot tub? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't. Seems like it's like a legit like porcelain bathtub. You yeah, know, no, like I old, know what a bathtub is. You know what that is? You ever <laughs> seen one of those? It. Usually white Sorry, porcelain. I forgot. I, forgot. No. I was talking to a homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh la la, Mr. Yeah. Frenchman, with your bathtub. Uh, oh, we, we, I tried to take a bath and it it was too small. <laughs> and your new home yeah oh wow are, uh, are you just a large man or is the bathtub too small i think like a standard size bathtub is just too small for like a, a full grown man yeah maybe you should get a hot tub in the back and some twinkle lights yeah. oh that's a good idea you could you can get a hot tub couldn't you put it in, <sighs> in your yard come on let's get a hot tub get a sauna I'm rich, bitch. i don't think i i don't think i want a hot tub mm. all right anyway we had the hot tub brooke and i went to pa powell river Powell River? Is that what it's called? Powell River? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a city. Because <laughs> Sunshine Coast? Yeah. There's too many like rivers. Uh, Jordan cities. River. And, yeah. Jordan River, uh, Campbell River, Mississippi, Powell River. Mississippi, the Nile. We went to Powell River. <laughs> we stayed in a tiny home and we had the hot tub set up too. It's great. Yeah. It's super great. Yeah. I, you don't want a hot tub, Dave. Come on. I feel like it's a vacation thing and just the maintenance and the costs. It's true. All Come on, things. I'll be your uh, cute hot tub maintenance boy. I'll show up every Tuesday, and but I'll also go into the you hot tub. You show up in like <laughs> cut off jean shorts that are really revealing. Yeah, just like the ones I'm wearing now. Yeah, for all you <laughs> people watching the podcast, that would yeah. be lovely. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Where else you go? Where else did you go? Uh, in and out, of course. In and out. Did you get yep. a new shirt? I did get a new shirt. I got the Oregon edition. So. For the people who don't know, I, I collect in and out shirts because he's the only person in the world that collects in and out shirts. Everyone's got to have a thing. Dude, you're so wacky and unique. <laughs> yeah, That's know, right? crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Why don't you wear it today? Why are you wearing this? That's true. I don't know. I like just to support, be promoting in and out. I like support the place that <laughs> makes money for us. Question about well, in and out. Yeah. Did, did the founders at in and out like think they were making kind of like a sex joke? Like were they like? You know, know, it'll be funny. Maybe I don't know. Sex sells. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I actually really like it out as a establishment. So mm -hmm. I collect their shirts. I got Oregon, mm -hmm. and forgot California. Wow. Drove all the way through California and forgot to go. And then uh, I was really bummed because we were just in Utah as a group. Mm -hmm. And uh, do we tell us on the podcast already? <laughs> tell it again. Oh, Kaz is a fucking asshole. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, we were in, if you guys watch Mahalo, my dude, you've seen it. We uh, we went down to Colorado and Utah. And in Colorado, we all went to In-N-Out as a group mm -hmm. and ate a nice meal together. And Kaz and I got Colorado In-N-Out shirts together. I was like, what a great experience. And then we were in Utah <laughs> and Dave and I were in a separate car and we drove past In-N-Out and Dave was like, ah, you should... Uh, should go in that in and out, grab a shirt. 
And I was like, nah, it'd be wrong to do it without the other two. <laughs> Later that day. We were in the left-hand turn lane, yeah, and then he had to swerve out of it <laughs> dramatically into traffic. God, I hope this story is interesting. Later that day, um, Kaz sends like a picture to the group chat, and it's a Utah in and out shirt. And he's yeah. like, had to make a quick stop. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? It was a true betrayal. It was a huge betrayal. Wait, but didn't we text you, do you want a shirt? We did. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. But yeah, yeah, you did. That was where we revealed the betrayal because Jason can't just get a shirt. He has to go, like, yeah, yeah, sure. You can just hey, get them hey, online and be like, oh, I got the Hawaii one. Exactly. Like, yeah, you got to go in. I feel no, like no, I was yeah. there. I'm, I'm a part of this. So you guys are ridiculing me as well as Kaz. And we were thoughtful. I was like, oh, well, Jason's going to want a shirt. I didn't realize the intricacies. I'm not a nerd who needs in and out shirts. <laughs> no, I didn't Kaz, realize. I feel like the betrayal is on Kaz because he's the collector. So he should yeah. know the rules. He should know the rules. You got to get a thing of food, too. Like you got to eat I also am pretty sure we already told this story. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, man. Kaz, this day cut this, cut this. Yeah, and out sponsor anyway uh i went to the one in utah mm -hmm. as well and i was like oh, perfect redemption and for some reason <laughs> the utah one was the same as the oregon one it just said you like the design was the entirely mm. the same and i was still like, buy it no no you can't no, no. what such a cop bro how did you not cop that <laughs> because it was too similar just like the just just yeah it didn't feel right that's the story I, that's not it, that's that's what you tell people when you're at the party. You're like, hey, you see this shirt? It, you know, it's exactly the same in this other state. Uh, Maybe that's not interesting. I don't know. Yeah. With, if anyone works at In-N-Out listening to this, can you tell me the intricacies of how you guys design the shirts? Because maybe it's like one design per month and they all just change the city or the state name. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, went in and out. Uh, <laughs> Today's interview on David is about Jason's In-N-Out shirts. Yeah. I'm so sorry. This is running long. And yeah. then I went to Sedona and then I went to Zion. And it was great. <laughs> Didn't you see the Grand Canyon? I did see the Grand Canyon. Um, fuck. Have you guys been to the Grand Canyon? No. Yeah. It's pretty. You have went you? to the Grand? No. I've oh, never I thought been. you had before. And I was like, I don't want to see. Like, this is what? <laughs> what? I was like, this is just so overrated. Dude, no, there's no way. Old as shit. I'm sure it's the coolest thing ever. It was legitimately the coolest thing dumb? ever. Yeah. But Matt, you probably went to the Nevada one, right? Uh, like from Vegas? Uh, or did you go in Arizona? Arizona. Oh, you went to the Arizona one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you With saw uh, Riker and Alexi Parker. Oh, okay, on that trip. I thought you might have gone from uh, No, I've, I've been there twice now, actually. I think I went there with my parents and Brooke, actually. Oh, wow. I think. I don't know. But... <laughs> It's quite spectacular. It, You're like, like, how the hell did this hole get there? It, <laughs> this it's is crazy. It's insane. You could fit cities down there. It is actually mind-boggling that just like a little trickle of water got bigger and bigger and bigger over time and just eroded that all away. Isn't that fascinating? I feel like it's like being on Mars, right? God, it's like... Mm, not really. No. It's like... If you want to feel like you're on Mars, go to the know. Kicking Horse Resort in BC. I've been there. Did you feel like you're on Mars? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm no spaceman. Yes, and. <laughs> Sorry, that was an awkward fart. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah, I uh, saw Horseshoe Bend. Have you guys been there? Horseshoe Bend. No, I haven't been there. That's like That's... another Grand Canyon-y type. Mm. Like, holy shit. Did you get is... the gram? Uh, I did get it. I took some photos. It's actually quite hard to take that photo. Like the whole. Right. You need. A, either you need to be like on a ladder with a fisheye or like mm. it's, or, or it's a drone shot. Camper van. Yeah. Well, you can't drive up to it. It's a hike. Oh, okay. So you, you got to get some height 
uh, to get the whole thing. Wait, nope. where is this? It's in Arizona. Okay. Just off the highway. Mm. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Highly recommend. Everything, obviously everything costs money. You got to get, you got to get a visual of this, Dave. Yeah, Horse, it's sick. Horseshoe what? Bend. Hor- Horseshoe, Horseshoe Bay. That's what I Horseshoe Bay. It's oh, like in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BC Ferries run over the classic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, pretty, pretty neat. Did, did you guys like bring a photographer? No, just me. <laughs> did you guys do like the self timers or something? Uh, No. I took, I got it. I have a drone. So we did a lot of like drone selfie things, but cause did you ask strangers for photos? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's every one of these places. There's thousands of people. Okay. Like, so you're and, they, people. and you do the exchange. Like they're like, oh, I'll yeah. take one of you. You take one of me. It's like a, bar, it's like a barter. System. You know, it's yeah. so awkward when you ask, you see someone taking a photo and they're struggling and you're like, oh, you want, you want me to take the photo? And they're like, no, <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, all right. Okay. I'll screw myself. Yeah. I hate, I hate that. But then I've been they're on the struggling. other side too. And I've kind of dealt it too, where it's like, they're like, oh, you want to, you want us to take a photo for you? And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. I actually just like, wanted the selfie like specifically sure. wanted the selfie they just feel like a jerk totally or they take the photo of you but it's bad Oof. yeah yeah. and then you just gotta stand there and be like yeah yeah thanks they get far away and you're like okay who can else can like frame us up properly here come on you, know, you ever done the classic like just turn the selfie camera on and take a photo of yourself and never actually take a photo of them uh no, no. <laughs> i'm not a piece of shit i'm way too nervous of a person to do that <laughs> i may have done that once or twice and when the time was right i'm not sure did you I at least take a good one as well though uh, i don't remember but i've definitely i've definitely I've de- I, you know i like a good joke every once in a while you know? excellent <laughs> nice any funny stories any uh anything's happened um there's like america's awesome and great and the geography is insane but there's a lot of weird small towns you got to drive through mm-hmm. to get to these places and i i'm sorry i don't mean weird like some people live there obviously and and they're nice and quaint but we're like obviously gas was a huge thing I had to get along the way and stopping at these like really random spots like then you never stop for other than gas and there's one in oregon we were in a town i can't even remember the name we were in this town getting gas and these like three minivans like dodge caravan like old dodge caravans pull up and like 10 guys get out and they all have um security shirts on but then also just like machine guns on <laughs> and, machine like, gun knives. kelly it was not machine gun kelly oh. um it was megan fox yeah it was megan fox 10 of them and uh <laughs> they're just there with like knives and guns and they're just casually holding guns and going into the gas station i'm like what the fuck is going on and it was just a normal day for them. I think I don't, I was like, then my girlfriend Lauren was there and we're like, what is happening? Should we be afraid? I'm like, nah, I think they're just like, this is their thing. Like, I think they're just a group of guys that have guns and like, what are they like a militia or something? It kind of looked like a militia or a gang. Maybe. (laughs) But you like that stuff you just don't see in Canada. So you're like, what the, like, do I have to be on guard? Should we just leave? Well, you have to be on guard for the <laughs> <laughs> in for Canada. The, if you see someone walking anywhere with a gun, you're like, "Oh, someone's about to be murdered." Exactly. Where in the states, it's just a thing. You can just walk around with a gun in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. 
It's very jarring. Yeah. That's what you think when you see a gun. Somebody's about to get murdered. Like if I was walking down Vancouver, a street in Vancouver, and someone would just like had a gun on their waist, I would be like, okay, what the fuck? It's definitely someone's yeah. getting murdered there then. Yeah. like, yeah. Some, like Or you're at a gas station and 10 yeah. guys get out of a car with oh guns. My. I would think like a mass shooting. <laughs> yeah. Like some sort of crazy and assassination. Totally. Totally. Um, so that was weird and interesting. And yeah, I don't know. Nothing crazy. I don't know. Nothing like crazy happened. Did you drive the whole time? I did drive the whole time. Lauren never took a shift? Uh, she did occasionally. Um, she drove some like off-road stuff while I was shooting photos and, and, and oh, nice. some clips. But and Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to get Sandy. How do you there. drive all that way though? How do you stay awake? What's your trick? Uh, I get drowsy, man. Really? Yeah. He rides the bull. Uh, I do drink a lot of energy drinks and coffee. Oh, God. There was one... <laughs> morning where i i definitely was like i'm gonna fall asleep at the wheel here uh but i don't know just take breaks and i think that that drive is so pretty that i'm always just like looking anyway like it's not it's i don't know it's pretty interesting what do you call it? engaging interesting interesting <laughs> no it's an engaging drive Especially when there's like guns and stuff around. Man, I don't know. I, sometimes I think the drive down there is pretty boring. You're just like going straight roads on the wide highway and pretty easy to kind Jason, of doze Jason off loves a to bit. drive. I'm he a does love hug. to drive. In, in our, on our road trips this year, he's just been like, I, I'm down to drive. And I'm like, sweet, because I'm not that down to drive. So Yeah, no, I, I love driving. Let's get into that and learn more in your interview later, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't sure. wait. Can't wait. Sure. Anyway. But first, um, Let's talk about our Pit Viper video that just dropped a little bit. Um, sure. Did you drive by Pit Viper again? I did. <laughs> it was literally five minutes. Not even, because it's right off the highway, the yeah. manufacturing. I was like two minutes from Pit Viper. You should have popped in. It was a Sunday. I would have. Still. That would have been no fun. There. Hey, guys. Um, have you seen Dave and Matt? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, did they leave? Do you know? <laughs> no. I did go through Salt Lake again, though. Yeah. What a cool. There's a lot more snow, I will say. Did you go to the in and out that we almost went to? Um, no, I went to one in Provo, which is before Salt Lake, because that was the one we almost went to was before Salt Lake. Was it? Yeah. Then maybe I did. It was right off the highway. It was a it was a turn lane. It was I did I couldn't remember honestly which one. Anyway, um, yeah, I would have loved to see those guys again because we just is like the timing's funny because we just put out that video mm-hmm. yeah so i just wanted to plug our video we we uh we worked at pit viper for a day last month and we just posted a 30 minute long video uh on mahalomydude.com absolutely zero mountain biking content but there is some scooter content mm-hmm. um there is some uh go-kart content go-kart content yeah some some van content van, van life mm-hmm. uh some twitter content brett tippy makes an appearance brett tippy content mm-hmm uh, and there is uh, a whole lot of laughs, so go check it out. It was a fun day, and <laughs> it's funny because like it's it's kind of what I imagined down there. It's a lot of chaos and just like just people being like I my main gig there was to help with the packaging, mm-hmm. and I was like wrapping up these boxes in such a poor way with all the tape, and I was concerned like okay maybe I should actually like take that out and repackage it, but they're like no 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 it's fine. Uh, yeah, so one of our guys, he actually does that. We call it the grandpa tape job. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, send it out. Like they'll, the the person will probably be more stoked. Yeah, it's poorly wrapped. <laughs> and then we wrote like little notes in some of the packages that we yeah. sent out. And I don't know. We'll see if we get an email. I kind of doubt it. 
you, you would have by now, I think. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, because yeah. it would have gotten to that person. Well, I noticed that in uh, <laughs> the comments on our video, uh, there's some people that are like, "This is why I never got my order from <laughs> November. This is why I never got my." <laughs> the thing is, so, they they approved the video. We actually made it for their Black Friday telethon. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, approved it. Like, I don't even think uh, they probably didn't even watch. I, it. No, I, no, they literally didn't watch it because I said, "Hey, mm. do you want to watch this first and uh, just approve it? We got some things to talk about." And then they said if it is necessary <laughs> so yeah nope anyways uh go watch that uh if you have 30 minutes to spare mm -hmm. and uh so you, you came from like feeding off each other yeah even if you have like 20 seconds just starting <laughs> yeah just get us that view <laughs> just, <laughs> just skip to the ad breaks and click on those that'd be great yeah it was a really fun day so uh yeah go check it out uh dave mm -hmm. i know that your fun fact was kind of was it joshua all. tree no oh okay i was like man that'd be insane dave had a dave had a fun fact but it was kind of stepped all over by jason but uh uh i kind of like the way that you went about today's fun fact here dave so uh our friend dan sent us this new kind of ai i don't know if it's new but it's like an ai website where you can basically ask it any single question you can ask it crazy things like uh rewrite sabotage by the bc boys but make it about mountain biking or uh, write a script about Joshua Tree and have a guy named Jason in it, and it'll legitimately <laughs> pump that out in five seconds. So, mm -hmm. Dave, you've uh, entered. Uh, what have you entered in there? I wrote the word "fun fact" or the words. And do you, do you want do you want to know what the AI gave us? You just wrote "fun fact." Just That's "fun it? fact." Okay. Yeah. Here's the fun fact it's from uh, chat.openai.com. Did you know the oldest known recorded joke is from ancient Sumeria? And it goes like this. Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Oh my God. Uh, I don't think no. I, we might have to run that one back. <laughs> <laughs> the hell grammar was that? Um, basically, it just means. <laughs> one more time. One more time. Something which has never occurred since time immemorial, a young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Nice. It, I don't get it. It just means <laughs> it just means why wives always fart on their husbands. Like that's the joke, basically. Okay. Like there's never been a time. Ooh, really? I guess. I don't know. Wait, hold up. I'm gonna have to uh, <laughs> have a chat. Later. Do you want me to tell it as though I'm like Chris Rock or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, please. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, go do that. <laughs> Let's see how that plays out. I'll do it as Seinfeld. What's the deal with wives farting in your lap? <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, well, thanks, AI. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that. Uh, oh, what do you got? You got something there for us, Dave? I accidentally pressed spacebar on the uh, on the old recording thing. <laughs> yeah. On our main recording? And so what now? It stopped it, but then I restarted it. Okay. So we just got it. Okay, it'll be all right. Fine. It'll be fine. All right, well. I've never done that before. Should we introduce our guest? Wait, yeah. one. Should we do, should I read a review? Oh, a review? We got a bunch oh, of reviews wait, that we never. Pipes? And we got speak pipes. Oh man, yeah. We're never. I mean, the, the interview can wait. Yeah, the interview can wait. Should, should sure. we wait or should we do that? No, yeah. No, let's uh, let's get into the reviews. I, well, I've been saying that I'll send stickers out to someone who leaves us a review. I have an envelope and uh, some stickers here and a pen, and I'm gonna send some stickers out on the pod. 
Yeah, I mean, they don't, the reviews don't have uh, emails attached, so, or contact oh, really? information. <laughs> okay, all right. And, and I, I okay. don't even think the names are. All right, well, regardless, we'll figure out someone what? to give it to. That looks really long. Yeah, review. there's some long ones. Okay. Uh, you got some gold for us? Okay. Okay, this one's kind of funny. Uh, this one's five stars. Excellent, thank you. From Happily Reviewing on uh, November 9th. Uh, headline very funny and entertaining i have to drive to school 30 minutes at 7 a.m every morning and when there's a new episode of the podcast i get excited to do it to do it to to do it sex to drive (laughs) (laughs) i get excited to do it (laughs) sometimes i leave sometimes i leave early so i can start listening earlier oh nice the days when i don't have an episode to listen to Go back to being miserable. So like six days of the week. <laughs> also, I really liked the road trip pod. Now I'm going to lay down a beat and Dave has to rap over it. And then he literally wrote out Buddha, cha, Buddha, Buddha, cha, cha. No, you mean boom, boom, ch, boom, da, boom, ch, da, Yeah, boom, but boom, I'm reading it phonetically. Okay, well, he's supposed to rap. Boom, boom, ch, da, boom, boom, ch, da, boom, boom, uh, ch, pass. Da, boom, ch. <laughs> Damn, that was hard, bro. Damn. So thank you, right there, bro. thank you for that review. That was on that was on Apple Podcasts, which is I think the spot we want people reviewing. Okay, who is it from? Happily reviewing. Okay, well I'll just write that in an envelope and that'll that'll make put it. it in the box. The mail hopefully. will know. Yeah, they'll know. The mail knows. They'll know. They'll be like, oh that guy. Okay, should I read another one? Ah, uh, let's go to speak pipes. Okay, go to the pipe because maybe we can identify someone who uh, I can actually send some stickers to. Thanks for the reviews. Um, Happily I don't want to beg for reviews, but please send us. It a does review. help the pod. It does help. Hmm. That sounds good. Oh, well, it looks like we have a lot of. <laughs> we have a messages. lot. So, uh, if you are listening and you want to speak with us mm-hmm. or interact with us, leave us a voicemail at speakbite. <laughs> I'm gonna get this right one day. <laughs> Speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. It's yeah. just uh it's just like a website with one button and all you do is you just hold the button and you talk into your phone. You don't even have to hold it, you just press it. Okay, yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, so if you're, if you're worried nothing. that your finger is gonna get fatigued or something, no no no. Yeah, it costs nothing. If you're worried that like it's gonna that? be embarrassing because we're gonna know who you are, totally anonymous. It's only Go like for it. one Bitcoin, so it's super cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's for profit. Uh, what okay. Do you got? This one is from T Doggy. Okay. What's up, guys? Truman from Iowa here. I'm just wondering about cyclocross in British Columbia. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> no, we already Dave, listened we to already this one. Yeah, what? Oh, Dave, what? come sorry, on. Sorry. I was like, oh, Truman again. Okay. Back oh at the cyclocross. God. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this one's from Rob. I won't read his last name. Rob A. But he did leave an email. Like Rob, like Rob, eh? Like Canadian, like, like oh, hey. Oh, hey, it's Rob, oh, eh? Yeah, you want to go steal some shit? Let's go Rob, eh? Hey, check out my gun <laughs> on my waist here. Yeah. I'm going to go murder some people, eh? <laughs> All right. Rob, A. Hey, everyone. This is Rob from Belgium. And I was wondering if there is a chance we could see you guys uh, over in Europe for like uh, park tour season two. Did we already listen to this we one? We listened too? to this one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, on. you are absolutely blowing it. The answer is oh maybe. God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the answer sorry. is can we sleep on I'm your gonna couch? I'm going to cut all this. <laughs> no, no. Leave it in. This we would love to come radio. to Europe. Uh, okay. <laughs> you probably made that same joke the last thing. You're like, Rob, A. <laughs> all right. This one's. 
Oh man, I'm nervous to play this one now. <laughs> okay, this one we definitely haven't listened to. It's from Jeez, man. We're losing in listeners. It's from Retention's dropping. They are. We already how lost. Is every- the hot okay. babe calling in for Dave Wiggins. <laughs> I just wanted to say how incredibly hot you are. Oh my gosh, that guy Rowan. What a butt nugget. He's so wrong. Not what up. It's actually Rowan. You know, ever since I made those terrible comments about you last week, Dave Williams, I've been doing a lot of soul searching, um, going to mountaintops, visiting whatever those guys who stay at the top of mountains are, to give out advice. Um, been doing a lot of that stuff. I realized that um, this hate, it extends from my own insecurities. Uh, and I'm really just kind of taking out my anger at myself on you. You know, I got a haircut. And everybody's been saying that I look like that guy from Shrek, Lord Farquaad. And I took that anger out on you. Um, and I shouldn't have done that. And I'm incredibly sorry. Uh, when you guys are eating a meal, are you looking for like a hamburger or some pizza? Or are you going for more of a vegan option? Oh, giggity, 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 Damn, our first hot babe okay, called in. That's so, amazing. <laughs> so to respond to this, I... I ended up after he sent that message because I heard this like a week ago. I looked him. I found him on Instagram, and he did get a bad Lord Farquaad haircut. <laughs> wow, you went deep, eh? You're like, oh, yeah. screw this guy. I I'm gonna rip this guy. I found his home address, and then I flew to fucking wherever. And so, oh if you're out there listening God. and you're on the fence whether or not you want to leave a speak pipe, just know that Dave will track you down and make yeah. fun of your haircut. No, he brought up his haircut. I wanted to verify it. <laughs> So do you accept his apology? No, I didn't think that was sincere at all. It sounded like bullshit. <laughs> oh, no. Very, very intense. Yeah. Well, although you know if, it was, think... if it was genuine, I do accept it. But it felt a little that the, the intro, you know, didn't didn't start off on a good. No, I don't think so. Apologetic. No, I'm not a bullshit guy. Yeah. I, you know, to answer his question, though, I'm a hamburger guy. Yeah, pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fuck with either of those i'm not really going for the vegan but i'll go for something with cauliflower and that's nice cauliflower wings slap though i i don't don't give me like the the fake meat stuff i'm i'm feeling like that stuff's just more unhealthy than the real thing <laughs> yeah, definitely. yeah i'd rather just more eat p- vegetables or legumes yeah at that point i'll just eat the tablecloth um okay so nothing was resolved on that one that's great cutting into our sweet sweet interview time okay wait i got there's another really good one i gotta play though from Big Al. <laughs> I'm coming in hot today, guys. I am pissed. Who is slandering David? I think that was an ill-made comment, and I do not agree with it whatsoever. So this week, I want to ask you guys, what's your favorite feature on Dave? And I mean physical. Me, personally, I love David's smile. David's smile makes me feel warm inside. And not only that, I love the way his eyes accent his smile. Really great guy. Really funny wit. Really handsome. Uh, what's your guys' favorite feature on Dave? <laughs> Did you put Big Al up to this? I uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if that was sincere. I think that was as sincere as the previous. Oh, no, that was entirely sincere. Do you know Big Al at all? Uh, yes, <laughs> I I do, and I stand by my statement. I he sent that message. I it, like came into my email at I think it was at like midnight a couple like a week ago, and I could not stop laughing. It was <laughs> really funny. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my favorite feature on mm-hmm. Dave is. Uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, you talked over it. <laughs> uh, how about um? Let's see. How about uh? I don't know. I'm just. That's my just, answer. Yeah, don't answer. Yeah. Mine is 
his big brain that's full of wit. Yeah. I was going to go with his iconic beard. So full, okay. so full and thick. Yeah. Damn, that's a thick ass boy. When was the last time you shaved? Uh, like a clean shave? Yeah. Uh, now for, we're getting into the interview. After we shot New Bike Day. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yeah, that wasn't that long. Yeah. You had the mustache. Yeah, I had the mustache, and then I had to burn that. I'm fast as fuck, boy. I feel like I know everything about you now. Yep. Wow. All right, you got any more uh, for us? You want to play another old one? or uh... <sighs> There's one more, but uh, should we play it or save it? Let's play it. Let's go. Yeah. All right, this one's from Dixon Cider. What? Hey, excuse me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Howdy, guys. It's Dixon Cider here from Spirit Halloween. I was actually the guy who sold you your Teletubby costumes a few weeks ago, which recently featured in your newest Mahalo video. No way. I was also the guy from the speak pipe, Mike Oxlong, um, <laughs> the Mike Oxlong speak pipe in your podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so you guys are probably wondering, how did I spot Dave out in the costume shop? Well, actually, it wasn't really that hard. It's easy to spot his unusual looking face <laughs> from about a mile off. <laughs> is that That's it, it eh? yeah oh, just... hi thanks for checking in i'm still a piece of garbage oh, oh man yeah. dave you're just the butt of every joke here, okay? Dude, oh, speaking happened? of which maybe stop making fun of dave maybe my favorite feature is your butt it's not much there <sighs> thanks we'll, we'll 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 dive in later but okay into my butt into your butt <laughs> yeah, we're gonna dive right in dive right in all right Shall we uh, get into your interview portion of this podcast, sure. Dave? Or sure. uh, you guys can have more fun facts? You guys want to like talk about some video games again? Sure. Or <laughs> video radio games. silence for half an hour. Oh, that might be fun. <laughs> Let's do uh, just some meditations. Okay, well, we wrote an intro for you uh, mm -hmm. about um, 30 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Really rushed. While, while I sat Jason here. actually wrote Super it. Super hastily. I don't know if you want to go. And we did make a game of this or that for you. And we have three questions only. Beautiful. <laughs> so we're really winging it here. We're winging in it. Winging in it. Uh, Jason, you want to do the intro today? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. All right. You may know today's guest from every single episode <laughs> of this podcast. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Outside of no, this. No, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, who are you talking it. about? <laughs> it's off the rails. <laughs> Outside of this auditory experience, he has worked on countless video productions with us. From writing, producing, acting, editing, and more, this guy is one Swiss army knife of a human. Hailing from humble beginnings as a North Vancouver boy, working at the local theater and barbecue store, to being here with us today, ladies and gentlemen, we have the one and only... David Wiggins. What? Oh my God! Wow. Oh my God! He on X Games. <laughs> Thank you, dude. It's so awesome that you could carve out a little bit of time to be here. I know this is not like your usual routine. Yeah, this so. is yeah. not like your job or anything. Yeah, you know, I, I move some things around. Yeah. So we are actually out of time. Wow. Uh, wow. Time <laughs> Thanks flies. everyone for listening. And please remember. So sorry subscribe. we couldn't get to you, David Wiggins. Uh, <laughs> I believe the camera lens broke because of my physical appearance. <laughs> we actually can't see through your thick ass beard. <laughs> Wait. So how was the intro? Uh, uh, nine out of ten. Wow. Okay. Oh, I'll really? take it. Don't need to say why you docked a point. We're all good. The whole intro was just based off things that we do with 
you. Like, yeah. it's just it, nothing about your personal life other than you're from no. North Vancouver. You worked at a theater. <laughs> at a barbecue store. At a barbecue store. <laughs> Which very... I referenced, like, yesterday, so it's fresh in your mind. No, I uh, just always knew that. Yeah. Okay. You talked about it a lot. Yeah, we know. We When we think David Wiggins, we think barbecues. You think barbecues. Yeah. Um, really, 9 out of 10. Is this insincere as well? No, I don't know. It felt nice to be thought I, about. I didn't take any big swings because I didn't want to get anything wrong. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. You know what? The guest rarely tells us what we should have included because, you know, they're yeah. humble. They're not trying to like, yeah. you know, toot yeah, their yeah. own horn. Mm-hmm. But I want you to toot your own horn. What should we have included? I don't know. I feel very unaccomplished. So, Well, this is a terrible interview so far. Uh, what should I? I don't, I don't know. What are you going to include? I don't know. Tell us something. We're trying to learn new things about you, Dave. Okay. I used to work at a tech company. That was a thing. I I went to SFU. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this is an unfair thing to do to be like, tell us your biography. Okay. What you, well, what are your accomplishments? You don't have to tell us your accomplishments. I just want to know, like, if you had to write an introduction for yourself, what would you say? You know, maybe something about your family life. Yeah, I have a family. Maybe about your heritage. <laughs> maybe about your heritage. I don't uh, know. I'm a quarter. We, we need some depth. I'm a quarter Norwegian. Okay. Three quarters, none your business. No, uh, three quarters um, <laughs> from like the UK. Where's that? <laughs> it's right next to none of it. No. <laughs> oh my god. One quarter Norwegian. Yeah, my grandpa was Norwegian. Oh, interesting. And three quarters what? It's like UK nonsense. Okay. So basically, white which is, bread. Which is the name of my rap group, actually. UK nonsense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Skeptas in the group, other British rappers. Uh, we, we, I guess, how much time do we have here? We burned up a lot of time. We got 40 <laughs> minutes, okay? Oh, yeah, perfect. that's plenty. That's plenty. All right, let's go back to day one, the day yeah. you were born. Okay, yeah. Day how did day. you feel? Uh, where were you? Uh, <laughs> I, I was in North Vancouver. Okay, cool. I was at uh, one of the hospitals, probably. What time uh, were you born? I think, I want to say like 4 a.m. 4 a.m.? I think I was born at like 1 a.m. or something. D- Jason? 8-ish. 8.30 a.m. Oh, we're all like night owls. Or, no, you're an early morning guy, yeah, I guess. Early morning. He's an early morning owl. I got out, made a coffee. <laughs> went to work. An energy drink, went for a long drive. Let, let, let's do a podcast. <laughs> He rode the what else are you going to do in the womb? Jeez, a lot of time to burn. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're born. You're yeah. born, yeah. So, yeah, was, uh, you know, you came out. And mm-hmm. uh, how, how are you feeling? Uh, I was actually a C-section. Oh. So I was chopped out. Because <laughs> you were like too, too... I mean, I don't want to ask any personal details here, but was it because too, your beard was too thick? And I was too cozy. <laughs> too cozy. Mm. I yeah, I was just like chilling in the womb. Uh, this is great podcasting. Uh, then what were you the oldest youngest? No, so, okay yeah so i'm the youngest so I, the last the last one out um i have two sisters they're two and six years older than me uh, you're the only boy I'm the other only than boy. your father yeah yeah and how was life growing up with two sisters i grew up with brothers jason <sighs> only I grew child. Up with no one yeah <laughs> no one you grew up with none yeah um did they bully you or did you bully them? Yeah, yeah. Bully, bully's a strong word. It's different having sisters than brothers. And they make fun of your weird face, or did you? Yeah, yeah, all the time. No, they. <laughs> um, so yeah, two and six years older. The one that's six years older, I feel like kind of just didn't give a shit. 
she was kind of like, oh, whatever, another kid. <laughs> and then the other one, uh, Amy, she, uh, she, her and I were always kind of in school, like elementary school, then high school at the same time. So we spent a lot more time together. But she, she kind of, yeah, bullied me a little bit growing up. So she was two years older, but like girls develop faster. So she was like five years older in like size. So right. she would have been like, she's sh- a short little person, not little person, but like, she's she's like an average size. She's like an average sized woman now. She's like five, six or something. She's an average sized little woman. Little woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she beat the shit out of you. <laughs> No, she would, she would Anchor like, still. she would like wrestle me down and then like sit on top of me and then be like, like just crush me. And then I would yell to my mom and she'd be like, I didn't do anything. And she was a really good liar. Oh. And we've talked about it in our adulthood cause we're good friends now, but she was like, I'm kind of disturbed by the kid I was. Cause she was almost like pathological when she would do stuff like that. And she'd be like, no, I didn't, mom. And then she would look at me with a really sinister <laughs> look on her face. And it was quite unsettling. I used to be a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. So we went to elementary school, went to high school. I don't know. <laughs> I like, got yeah, what was like, what was early Dave like? Because, yeah. you know, oh, you, you're yeah, this yeah. like creative mm-hmm. kind of but sporty individual yeah. like what did you what were your hobbies growing up in the 90s the ni- no or in the 80s well you're in the 90s he's not that well he's a product of the 80s i was born but, late, uh, yeah. late 80s uh i was late eight what late what? 80s oh, okay you were born with what okay uh yeah i was an in, in unbelievably shy kid like whoa like yeah so when i was uh probably up until i was a maybe like 11 or 12. My, so my mom's told me I used to, like, you know when you're out and about with your parents and then they would like run into a friend or someone mm. they know at the grocery store and they start a conversation. You're, you're little, right? You're like the size of you're up a to their, person. Yeah, you're up to their knees. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get really uncomfortable and shy in those moments and I would just slowly start to like turn around. So my mom <laughs> told stories that were like, someone would be like, so, oh, David, like how, how, how's school going? And I would just kind of like <laughs> turn around. <laughs> and not say anything? And not say anything. Yeah, I was just, yeah, just super shy. Like more outgoing around family. But just being out in the world, I was a pretty anxious kid which not fun, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like growing up, uh, I played, I tried at least all of the sports and I hated almost all of them. So I did, I, I played hockey. I skated, like did ice skating, did all the swimming. Like I took all the lessons. Did you guys take lessons with colors for swimming? Yeah. I did swimming lessons in school. It was colors. like required. So, but I don't remember. I just remember numbers. Yeah, like numbers. number one, two, three, four, five. So when I was younger, because I'm a couple years older than you guys, it was like blue, red. So, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. No. And then I think there was like two different types of red. It was like maroon was one of them. <laughs> anyway, so I did all the swimming, <laughs> did skating. I like tried everything at least once. So I did rugby. I skied. I, and I just, I just wasn't. It just, I wasn't good at it. Like I'm not a natural athlete by any stretch. Like I, I, and I was always on teams with kids that were really good, which makes you feel like you're even worse. Cause if you put me in a sports situation with someone that's 
not athletic. I'm decent, but (laughs) there's literally a kid I played hockey with when I was seven and he went to the NHL. So it's just, and he, you could tell at that age, like he could raise the puck and like put it in the top. Uh, I think he's in Europe now. Okay. (laughs) His name's Ben Maxwell. He, Mm. he, He wasn't like a star, but he, you know, he played some games and nice little career for himself. Very nice. Yeah. His dad was the coach. So you, but were you into sport? Because now I would say you're a now you're a sports. sport guy, you're big sport sports guy. guy. Kick yeah. our ass. No, I didn't. I I dreaded going to all of it. What? Yeah, like it's wild to me. So we we were part of the North Shore Winter Club. Oh yeah, yeah. Which in the winter it's like hockey and and ice sports and stuff like that, and in the summer it's there's like an outdoor pool, and uh, there's a swim team. And so I was on that swim team, and I truly cannot describe to you how much i hated it like there's not many things in life i now dread to the level i dreaded waking up at like 6 a.m on a weekday and going and swimming in that cold pool like cold yeah like it just i fucking hated it and i was shy right so super shy not interested in it not naturally athletic so it was just terrible for me and then you would have these swim meets right So on the weekend, you'd go for a full day and you'd be like at a pool, you know, you'd be at um, uh, the Delbrook one or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I nodded like I knew what that is. (laughs) It's it's like five minutes from here. Okay. And Uh uh, it was at the time it was called William Griffin. I don't think it's called that anymore. But anyway, so, so there'd be, you know, tents upon tents across this field for the swim meet. So what you do is you go there as a family and most people had multiple kids that were swimmers and you just hang out all day until you have your races and then you leave the tents in the field and go into the pool, do your race and then come back and you wait for your next race or your siblings race or whatever. That situation is an absolute nightmare for someone with social anxiety that doesn't like the sport. Just like spending five hours like and you're supposed to be kind of going around and mingling and you know your parents are like oh go meet those other kids or whatever and i was like these are strangers this Uh, is terrifying why why did you do this like your parents were like you got to be a swimmer uh they just i don't know they just put it we were all in it like me my sisters and i were all did it Uh so yeah i think they just wanted to expose me to as many things as possible like i also played piano and i played the drums i know the drums yeah, um, yeah, just did kind of everything. So to tie things back to what we do now with film and stuff, they also put me in like summer camps uh, along the way growing up. So I, I, the first film thing I ever did was at a summer camp. It was at the high school nearby at Seacove. And uh, we did a Jeopardy parody video. And it was like a two-week camp and we like wrote it as a group. I think it was 11 and then we shot it and I played two characters in the video. I played the host and I played one of the contestants <laughs> and uh, I, I loved it. And I was, but I was super, I was still really quite shy at that point, but I was kind of coming out of my shell. And so it was, you know, have like developing a sense of humor is what made me not shy. Mm. So that was around that same time. So when I was in grade four and five, I had the same teacher her name is Mrs. Harville, shout out. And uh, she would read, do you guys have this in elementary school where a teacher would like read to the class? 
Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, you'd sit, you'd all sit on the ground cross-legged. And of the, course. The teacher would yeah, every wait, classroom yeah. ever <laughs> like in the normal. world I, uh, since the beginning of time. Just go along with this, you know. <laughs> so, so obviously, you know, grade four or five, we were still doing that. And I don't know when this moment happened, but she would be reading the story and then it'd be like a page turn or a moment in the story or a, a pause and I would say a little joke. So it would be like, and then, you know, Tommy went to the door and I'd be like, and farted or I don't know what, <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> but I think at the, like, I remember the time thinking like, these are like witty, jo- like oh, I wasn't just saying like crass things like that. I think, like, I, I think I was commenting within the context somewhat uh you were crushing I was cr- <laughs> and then i started to get laughs and i think that like i equate that with me becoming less shy was getting that sort of positive feedback from other like kids gratification but in retrospect too, that teacher she allowed me to make those jokes like a really strict uptight teacher would have been like would cut that off but she like laughed a lot like she allowed <laughs> it and she had a snare and a symbol <laughs> yeah to, yeah and uh yeah she definitely like green lit uh me doing that which it was the pilot of your life <laughs> no <laughs> like, green lit the pilot i i had this realization maybe like five or <clears throat> ten years ago and i was like holy shit that could i, I would have been a different person if i hadn't been allowed to do that and and um you know develop a sense of humor and stuff around it's pretty that. amazing that uh you know she decided to open a book and read it to you guys it's it's you know very fortunate you landed in that class did you guys ever do that thing where you take a piece of paper and like that yellow stick and you would like write words down and it would like you know you'd combine sentences i actually have a memory like in my head of this like situation yeah sitting down getting read to and i was just sitting there picking my nose Sure. Just like <laughs> last week. No, it was like in grade two. This is the pilot to your life. Yeah, this is the pilot. <laughs> I'm just like picking my nose, pull my finger out. There's a booger on it. And the teachers, I like lock eyes with the teachers. <laughs> and, and I think it was a guy. He was just like, he was like, no, like kind of like with his hand to his neck. He's like, no, no, no. And I was like, that was the moment I realized you can't, can't pick your nose in public. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. <laughs> what did you do with it? Uh, I probably just wiped it on the floor, to be honest. I don't uh, know. I don't know. I can't. That, that's where my memory yeah, goes. You got to so. do what you got to do. You're in a pinch. That's, that's just funny that you're, like, yeah. your memory of the reading thing. I was like, oh, yeah, I did that shit, too. Yeah, yeah. Except, uh, did, you did what? What? The, like, sit down. Like, I, oh, yeah, I yeah. remember that, that situation. <clears throat> right, right. Yeah. Um. So to throw it back a few years earlier than that, to juxtapose my evolution, when I was in grade two, I, I switched elementary schools. We moved houses. We moved like five minutes away, but you know, you're know you in a different uh, zone for elementary schools. And so being really shy and then having to meet all new people is no good. Um, and so I'm so shy that I just, I would I wanted to like disassociate from being in the classroom. So what I would do was, I would put my the palms of my hands into my eyes and which kind of like if you do it it creates kind of like a starry effect in your eyes and I would pretend yeah. I was f- flying through space. <laughs> so my teacher would be sitting there reading or doing whatever teaching something to the class and I'd be just lean forward <laughs> just completely zoning out. And so and then also that teacher thought I had a hearing problem. 
Oh, I did that. I, my <laughs> teacher thought I had a hearing problem too, I think. I went and did like an yeah. ear test. Yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I did that too. Yeah. I, I think did, everyone maybe, did the ear test. Maybe everybody did it. But I, but specifically, they thought I had a hearing problem. But it's because I was just so quiet. I just wasn't really, I was zoning out. I wasn't engaging. So she'd mm. be like, David, David. I'd be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> just, just slowly turn around the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to play that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So. <clears throat> Yeah, Jeopardy video that was Jeopardy, sick. Uh, didn't listen. Didn't listen. Um, and then I did an improv summer camp. What? Yeah, when I was like twelve. And like, I don't understand how you went from like the shy person to yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna do like film myself, which is the most like yeah. putting yourself out. Well, there I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do anything. Oh, you didn't want to do it. No, no, oh, no. Okay. I was. My mom would just sign me up for things. Oh, okay, I'd be like, okay. you're doing this. Um. And I remember, okay, this is such a random thing, but I remember my favorite improv from that improv camp was, because you did, you learned improv the whole week or two weeks or whatever, probably a week. And then at the end, there was a performance, like, and the parents came and all that kind of stuff. And uh, this was the time when area codes had just been applied. So before you didn't, to call someone, you didn't have to put in the, you know, 604, 708. And uh, so our scenario uh, at this improv was, it was like a Star Trek thing that we were doing. And then um, the joke was like, what was it? It was like star log, blah, blah, blah. Like someone said, and I was like, oh, sorry, you forgot the area code. And I remember being like, this is the greatest (laughs) joke of all time. Like (laughs) I was so uh, stoked on that. But Like, uh, like the crowd laughed. Yeah. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was, was like crickets. It was like, like that. that was sick. <laughs> no, no, no. It was that summer. It was so topical. Um, yeah. And then, and then I joined the improv team when I got to high school uh, in grade eight. It was actually a booming thing at my high school. And then after I was in grade eight, it, it died because the grade twelves were the really dominant group that were really promoting that improv team, and then th- that group graduated, and the whole thing died. So. So when, and sorry if I'm jumping ahead many no. years, but when <laughs> did you start taking an interest more in like filming things? Cause like, I feel like Matt and I had mountain biking and that was our gateway, but like, mm-hmm. what was your gateway? We always had camcorders at home. Dad cams. Dad cams. Call them so, but the real name. And so I would always play with those. Like, like there was always a lot of sort of creativity in our household, um, like our old kitchen, we had, um, we'd sort of like a, not a dining table, but like a kitchen table where you'd eat a lot of times. And on the walls behind that was, were all of our drawings. And so like a big portion of my childhood was just sitting around and doing drawings. And I would, and I was always kind of obsessed with movies. Like my family, we was a lot, watched a lot of movies. Like every Friday we would get a pizza and like watch a movie and like go to the video store. Um, and when I was young too, I just... I had this weird thing where I would watch, like we would watch like Entertainment Tonight, which would, you know, talk about celebrities and movies and whatever. And so I was just like, yeah, that's just what you do. You, you, you be in movies. Like that just seemed really normal. Uh, so I kind of just assumed that's, and I assumed that's what everyone wanted to do. When people were like, I want to be a fireman. I'd be like, yeah, but you also want to be in movies, right? Like you want to <laughs> like do that kind of stuff. Like I didn't understand why anyone would have an alternative interest. Um, so I'd play with the camcorders. I would film random things. I remember filming when I was like 11, um, like a edit with 
I, was, I had some basketball video game on Nintendo 64 and I would like, you could do an instant replay in the video game. And then I remember playing music behind like, like on camera and then like doing like a cool dunk and like twisting the camera and just literally filming what I'm doing like on the screen. And then, uh, but I, I got more serious into it because there was a film class at, in high school. Nice. So in grade, I think it was grade 10, I joined the film class and my parents had just got an, not an iMac, but it was called an eMac. <laughs> it's like the knockoff iMac. No, no, no. It was, E stood for education or something. So uh. it was a bit cheaper. And if you had it, I think a kid in school, you would, you get a discount on it. Um, and so I joined that, that same fall, we got that computer and that had iMovie on it. And none of the other kids had a computer where they could edit videos. Like that was not a thing in the early to mid 2000s. People didn't have PCs that had video editing software on it. And most people didn't have Macs, right? Which came, <laughs> which came, <laughs> which came with that. And um, yeah, so it gave me a real edge to just go home and edit my things. Whereas all the other kids had to edit at school. Uh, so I got really into that. Um, yeah. So that's kind of when I started doing that. And then, um, my friends, Mike and stuff, they were, they also were doing the same thing at a different school. And so there were a few occasions, uh, over the years after that, where I went and edited their thing or shot with them, or we started doing it kind of for fun on the side. It was always kind of more like comedic stuff. Whereas you guys were doing, you know, the action sports stuff to start. And, and when you were making, oh, sorry. When you were making stuff with uh, your friends, was that the start of Hoodwinked or how did that come about? I don't even know if I know the story of how Hoodwinked came to be. Tell the people. It's also, fun. tell them what Hoodwinked is. Yeah, so, so yeah, I was in film class in high school. Won, I won the film award one year. No big deal. Film award? Yeah. That's cool. You it. had a video program and... Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have this this stuff. It wasn't, it wasn't like a... I, it wasn't like a thing where they taught you really. They were just like, go make a video, which is a good way to learn anyways. That's and what, that's what film school is like when you pay for <laughs> yeah. it. Too. It's the same thing. It's just like, ah, you'll figure it out. That's kind of what our job is still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all so cringy though now. Like, and I, I would actually, I started making videos for every class project in other subjects. So in like Spanish, I like made a video and like, and I was in a law class. I made a video like, so I, I just kind of got obsessed with doing that. But, um, so hoodwinked, what is it? Yeah. yeah. Hoodwinked was my YouTube channel that started in 2010. No, maybe even 2009. Uh, I didn't actually start it. I wasn't a part of the early. Oh, really? No, I wasn't a part of the, maybe the first six months to a, a year ish. Mm, okay. Uh, so I was going to SFU at that time for, communications hold your applause um <laughs> holding 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 um but my friends uh mike miles dylan i think that was all of them maybe there was someone else doesn't matter ben maxwell ben maxwell shout out uh they were all going to capilano college at the time now it's capilano university um and they yeah had time between classes and just started making videos together. They had all been in film class in their high school at the time or previously. Uh, and they started doing kind of sort of comedy videos, but it was a lot more, a lot more like pranks or kind of like man on the street, mm. like un, sort of unscripted stuff. What kind stuff. of pranks do you remember? 
there's uh there was a video called it's not that pc now but <laughs> uh it was called major league bum okay it's not even a prank it's it's actually kind of a funny video but they got this homeless or unhoused guy his name was fuck, i can't remember the name does i think it's still on youtube but basically they got him to smash a tv with a baseball bat and so it's not a prank, but it's just <laughs> Wait, it's what? the best prank ever. It's not a prank, but it's it's like kind of like a real ish. Like he's not an actor. They didn't script this. They were just I don't know where they found this guy. Okay, but they had an old CRT TV, and he smashes the shit out of it in like downtown Vancouver. Yeah, in some like alley, and then he's yelling about how uh, Craig won't give him a job, and you're like, wait, what? But then you realize, oh, I mean, he's talking about Craigslist because he's crazy. Okay. Um. Anyways, so that was a video. There was also a <laughs> let's, video. Let's uh, save cool. that one. Maybe we cool, can cool. we can uh, you know re re up that one. They did a video where they went to like a 420 event and they talked to a bunch of stoners. And this was before weed was legal in Canada. Uh. So yeah, a lot, just like a different sort of vibe than okay than I than I would have kind of come up with on my own. Uh, and then they decided to do this a parody music video of Katy Perry's California Girls, and they called it North Vancouver Boys. And so I think Mike wrote this song and recorded it and whatever. And uh, that summer, this is summer 2010, I was working for, I was doing a co-op um, uh, at SFU, and my co-op was that I worked for BC Place. So I did a tour of the province where we were talking about the stadium BC place and cause they're doing a bunch of renovations. So I didn't really have that much time with that job. It was pretty all consuming, but uh, I got off early one day and I was texting with my friends and they're like, Oh, we're trying to figure out how to shoot this music video. We don't know what we're doing. And I just showed up and I kind of like took over and then shot that music video with them and then edited that. And then that went viral. And then, so I kind of, weaseled my way into the group wait what do you mean viral like t tell me take me through the aftermath of <laughs> publishing that it was actually really it was super exciting yeah it was super exciting because i mean you guys have had this experience but you just you make something and you're like is it just gonna is a or 50 people gonna watch it and just mm -hmm. kind of be like whatever um but it wasn't that i it, feel like the first sign back in the day like in 2010 2011 kind of time range you could tell if something was going to go viral because you'd go on your facebook feed and you'd see like so and so plus 21 people have shared your yes. video and you'd mm. see that number plus 21 people plus 30 plus 40 and you'd be like oh shit like people a lot of people are sharing this now it's kind of hard to tell because you can't see like yeah. quantitatively like how many people are actually sharing something on like yeah. instagram or something like that nobody uses facebook anymore. but yeah. you could get an idea of like the volume back then yeah i think it was like Maybe in the first one or two days, it had like 2,000 views, right? Which was, I think for the time, the channel Very was good. like really good. Mm. And then it was like, all of a sudden it was 10,000 in a day. And then it was, you know, it just kept growing. And then it started, it got played on the radio. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> Which we, station? Like Z95 or something like that. Oh, tight. Maybe mm. the Beat 94 at the time. Um, and we, so we listened to that and then, you know, the North Shore News wrote an article about it. And <laughs> and this was at the time, too, where YouTube um, had, like, charts, yes. right? It would be yeah, like, yeah. you are number 
X for comedy. Yeah, you are number 34 in yeah. Polynesia. <laughs> yeah, so by the day, every day, it kept going up and up and up, and we kept going up those charts. And I was actually away working for BC Place because we were touring the province. So I was in, I think, Nanaimo, and I just was obsessively going onto my laptop at the end of the day and looking at all the stats. This is before I, I think, I, I only think I had a smartphone at this time. I don't think I had an iPhone or anything. So I had to wait till the end of the day to check it out. So oh, those were the days. Uh, Define yeah. your life from then on. Yeah. yeah just you, like fame and fortune or first, yeah, uh, first crushing. solid hit of dopamine. And it was just an addiction yeah. to dopamine from then on. And then our thing was like, well, we got to do another parody video. And so we did some like Eminem. <laughs> we did the Eminem Rihanna song, Love the Way You Lie, but it was called Love the Lazy Life. <laughs> that was good. I, <laughs> the stupidest. I don't concept. I don't know. At the time, like so North Vancouver Boys was like definitely how Matt and I so, learned of you. And I re- yeah. I remember sharing that video and being like, oh my God, because North Vancouver mountain biking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you did Love the Lazy Life. And I was like, another hit. <laughs> Man, I wish it was easy as it was then to make a viral video. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have the newspaper write about your dumb video. My parents were out of town at that point. I was like 20. And uh, we had a party at my house. Sick. Premiere party for Love the Lazy Life. And so everyone like, got, and I, there was like 20, 30 people there. And everyone gathered around the TV and we played it. This is before I think we had uploaded it the day before. And everyone, everyone was so psyched and it was just such like a fun moment. But, uh, and that one actually did, that one actually has more views than North Vancouver Boys, interestingly, because it was more universal. Yeah. But people locally remember that North Vancouver Boys video. Like people still, still reference it. And I'm not even in that video, but then people still, because they associate me to that channel and then they can't remember if I was in that, but people still reference it, which is funny for like a, a goofy parody music video from 12 years ago so you find success you make some videos <laughs> yeah you join like was there an official like <laughs> there's like, a blood oath like handshake you're in dave like let's no make videos. i think it i think it just got kind of got assumed and then um some of the other guys that were doing it with us kind of fell off after a year or so and then it was mostly just me and mike making stuff uh, and then we started doing kind of more sketch stuff uh, along with the music videos. And uh, this was all, always, you know, similar to you guys in our spare time between work and school. Like I was in school and I started doing that still. And I had a, jo- a part-time job always. And so it's just carving out time and a lot of like text messages between the group of us being like, what could we do next? And we were often too trying to, chase sort of the topical song or you know trend like we did a canucks music video in 2011 that was like the easy way to get on the newspaper (laughs) yeah uh, how to get on the news and that mm -hmm. one we we were on ctv global cbc like like tv like interviews which is absurd yeah it's like hey you're some kids you made some videos we did the same i was on national news after my i had my wisdom teeth removed so i was all fat yeah and then we were on the front page of the 24 hour Mm -hmm. whatever it's called 24 newspaper Mm -hmm. i remember being on the sky train and seeing my face and a couple of friends just like on the front of the newspaper it's so silly it's just like it shows you like how hungry they were for content they're like oh this is 
But also, the, exciting. that was the time when the Canucks was the story. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And then I would go on the news and they'd ask me like something question, some question about the about hockey. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I like, I like watching hockey. I don't know anything about the team though. <laughs> I know. I was always the, I was always the mouthpiece that actually knew about the Canucks and yeah, about yeah. hockey. Big hockey guy. Big hockey guy. All right, Dave. <laughs> uh, we got a, we got a blast through some stories here. We don't totally. have much time. Okay. Totally. So uh, you, you got to keep these uh, quick and concise with okay. all the, uh, you know, keep them funny though. Tell us about the time that you were the salmon. <laughs> How do you know about How do, this? Oh, I hope this is a quick story. <laughs> this is like a Nargor level thing. Okay, I can tell you the quick story of the salmon. <laughs> okay, we, we, have, we have 12 minutes before we run out of memory on this. Uh, I can tell part. it in like a minute. Okay. So it all began when I was born. Now, um, my friend Devin and I, he had a, he had a, um, a cabin past Pemberton. And then every summer there was uh, a talent show. And so we did the talent show a few times. And one of the things we did at the talent show one year was, I don't remember who had the idea or where it came from, but there were, there was a salmon spawning at his cabin. So we did a thing where we went on stage and we, (laughs) we jumped up and we kind of like looked like a spawning, like a salmon kind of going upstream. So we kind of flared out our head to one side and our feet to the other side. So we did that. That was like, I was in grade six, maybe then go back to school the next year and I am telling a friend at school about doing the salmon. And they're like, what does that look like? And I did it. And they're like, yeah, that's really funny. And I'm like, really? They're like, yeah. And then more people started to like, wanted to see me do it so that I did it more and more. And then like, I don't know if, I don't know the time progression or what happened. And then all of a sudden it became a thing where at the end of class, my teacher would be like, and David, come up on the the class and do the salmon. What? What? Don't forget. uh, Will you do it for us? Uh, I don't think it would translate. There's a video here. There's a camera. It's an audio medium. (laughs) We'll we'll work it into a future video. (laughs) (laughs) Do you actually want me to stand up and do it? Yeah, I want to see it. All right, you guys. Dude, I'm not going to make Boy. the connection unless I see the salmon right now. All right, quickly. he's standing up, folks. He's getting out of his chair. Make sure you headphones take your headphones are, okay, off. Okay, headphones are coming off. All right, oh watch your head on the handlebars. God. No, hey, okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow. Oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah. Kind of nice. So okay, all right. Okay, and then the last. <laughs> so after you were a pimp. <laughs> so how many ladies did you bang? <laughs> How many salmons did you spawn? (laughs) Flash forward to grade 12. And I'm in I'm in bio 12. And someone told the teacher that I went to elementary school with someone that was in that class where I did the salmon told the teacher about it. And then all year she kept trying to get me to do it. And I just salmon or the salmon. Okay. And I just didn't give a shit about school in grade 12. Like, I just kind of like, I was like, whatever. What? And, um, (laughs) (laughs) and my mom went into parent teacher interviews and I was, I think I had a failing grade at that point, midway through the year in bio. And my teacher goes, oh yeah, we love having David in class. He's a lot of fun, but he just won't do the salmon. And my mom's like, but he's failing the class. She's like, yeah, he'll figure it out. But can you ask him to do the salmon? She's a bit, the of, hell? She's a bit of a space Oh my case, God, this is great. Yeah. This, the salmon's so coming back. The salmon's coming back. All right, uh, tell us about the time you wrecked an expensive barbecue. Okay, so I worked at a barbecue store 
Johnson's? John Stone's. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Keep it quick, man. Keep it quick. I worked at a barbecue store and we had to do a delivery for the barbecue. It was a Weber Summit 650. I can't remember the model name. <laughs> Big ass stainless steel barbecue. So what we did to deliver these things would we just we build it and then we put it on the back of a pickup truck and um, ratchet strap it to the back. So I'm driving. I'm not driving a great distance and it was right by around this area. And so I do this sort of turn to then go up a hill and I accelerate and then I hear like, oh no, Oscar the Grouch. You ran over Oscar the Grouch. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I'm like, oh, that was strange. And then I just kind of drive a little longer and then I look in my rear view mirror and there's no barbecue there. Oh no. And so I pull into a side street. No, no, I didn't. Sorry. I didn't notice the barbecue wasn't there. I pull into a side street and get out of the car and the barbecue's missing. And so I run down the hill and there's a group of three people pulling it off the road because it would have been a major hazard in the middle of the road. Or an opportunity opportunity. for a grill. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, I got grilled about that from my boss. Uh, Nice. Did you keep your job? Yeah. Yeah. It was an accident. He was not happy though. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. (laughs) I was like, luckily no one was hurt. Okay, I got you got to pick between these two stories, sure, okay? Take sure, your pick. All right. Sure. One is tell us the time that you were lost in the woods in Ontario, which mm-hmm. we've talked about on a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Or and we can always tell these stories in the future. Sure. Or tell us about the tell us about the Chunder trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Chunder trilogy. Chunder, Chunder, Chunder. Um so I don't know if we did three. So my friends that I would do the videos with in high school, they did a video. The first video was called Chunder. Uh, I don't even think that got shown to anybody. And then I came aboard and we did Chunder 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> and we filmed that at my friend's cabin that I did the salmon at when we were in grade 11 or something. <laughs> And legendary salmon. There's like a plaque there now. On this day in 1990, David Wiggins performed the salmon Wiggins. So (laughs) we we decided to film this video at the cabin, and the beginning of every Chunder uh, (laughs) episode would be that my friend Stefan would be about to kill himself in an elaborate (laughs) way, and then he'd go, "Never mind, time for one last adventure," and then he'd (laughs) go on some adventure. Um, so the first episode was he was about to, he had his head up <laughs> next to a boat propeller <laughs> oh God. and he was like, all right, hit it. And then he went, wait, now time for one more adventure. <laughs> and then the, the adventure makes no sense. And my early editing days were really bad where I would, I always wanted to incorporate like music and songs I liked, but then I, I no, no talent to like pare it down or so they're like 20 minute longs and i like put like full songs in and there's just like these like montages and stuff so it's pretty unwatchable and then the third one we did and we filmed it in the woods in north van and uh yeah there's not that much more interesting to talk about i feel like your videos were really weird but mm-hmm. uh some of them did not make sense but that's why we like them because you know and yeah. then when we collaborated it's like yeah. weird minds all colliding you know yeah. you never know what you're gonna make all right we uh, do we have time for the wood story i feel like that's a long one we've that's heard it before one. it's a long we've already one. heard it too you don't need to 
Here no, not on the podcast. Oh, no, no. Yeah, We've we heard can, it. We can save it. All right, give us, give us the, give us like the log, log line of that one. You got lost. I mean, it's in the not woods. that long of a story. It's you gonna fire through. I was playing. I was visiting okay, family. He's dropping in. Vi- okay, I'll do it in like thirty seconds. I was visiting family in in rural Ontario. We went to go play hide and go seek with my uncle, my cousins, and my sisters. My sisters didn't want me hiding near them, so I hid way further back behind a rock. And then they were like, they couldn't find me. And they were like, David, 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 David. And then all of a sudden I couldn't hear them and I was like, (laughs) crushing it. And then (laughs) instead of staying where I was, which was pretty close to where my grandparents' place was, I was like, now walk out of here. And I walked into the woods, got lost for a couple of hours and I literally walked out of the woods and got onto a road. I had to walk through really thick trees. And then I was wandering for a few hours. They wanted to send helicopters. They didn't end up. And my uncle found me because he was just driving around. Mm. How long were you lost for? I think it was like two hours or something. But when you're seven, that feels like a hundred hours. Yeah. Especially to your parents, I'm sure. And the saddest part is I kept wishing I had the genie from Aladdin so I could wish to be home again. It sounds like you went on one more adventure. <laughs> yeah, I was about to kill myself. <laughs> Your sister was sitting on top of you, and you're like, first, one more adventure. Yeah. All right, we got to play this or, this or that mm-hmm. in record time, all right? Okay, I'll cue up the music. Oh, yeah, you, you can play your own oh, you're music. Oh, yeah, cueing his own music. Here we go. He's going to play the whole damn song. All right, Monopoly or Scrabble? Scrabble. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Taxis or Ubers? Ubers. Pia Marble or Poopa Baseball? Oh, <laughs> oh my boy. Slow uh, down. We got 35 of these to go. Pia Marble. Oh, what, dude, what's wrong with you? Yeah, Alright, number five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's right with you? I got a giant urethra. Snuggy or Forever Lazy? Forever Lazy. Raffle or Lamau? That is rolling on the floor laughing or laughing my ass off. Raffle. B44 or Soul Decision? Uh, it's B44. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what did I say? B44? Yeah. Dude, I, okay. Uh, your friend Mike <laughs> sent all of these in. Yeah, I, I figured that out a long time ago. <laughs> uh, what? Be- Where? Why? A long time ago when I asked Monopoly or Scrabble? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, when I asked somebody, Pia Marble or Poopa Baseball? The Chunder question. There's no way you guys <laughs> okay, can have okay, known okay, that. All right. B44. B44. So, okay. B44. What are those bands? Those are bands? Or artists? Yeah, B44 was a Canadian um, um, pop boy band with two twins and some other dude that all had spiky hair. All right. Bussin' or no cap? No cap. Skeet or skirt? Skeet. Stacy's mom or teenage dirtbag? Teenage dirtbag. Friends or Seinfeld? Seinfeld. The Simpsons or Family Guy? Simpsons. Honda or Toyota? It's tough. (laughs) <laughs> Honda <laughs> Super bad or Step Brothers Super bad Is there any movie I could have put next to Super bad And you would have chosen the other movie <laughs> probably, probably not Franks or Sriracha Sriracha That's a good one IFHT or Hoodwinked <laughs> <laughs> IFHT Oh shit Oh yeah Marcus Nasland or Trevor Linden Nasland Daniel Sedin or Henrik Sedin Daniel Sedin Daniel Sedin or Marcus Nasland Marcus Naslin. <laughs> Making love to a woman or <laughs> hockey? <laughs> this is a gross question. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> All right, think about it. Think about it. The okay. Camby or the Met? 
the mat. Matter cows. <laughs> I told Jason, don't put these ones on. The, don't you make him. Son of a bitch. Matter cows. I mean. All right, think about it. I think you should what? leave or Nathan for you. I think you should leave. Uh, Matter Jason. <laughs> Pass. What? This is why we got to take these off. We can't choose. We can't, you know, we can't put like your your wife or your son. We there's can't no, put Matt or Jason. We're just, no, we're tearing people apart. We can't put making love to a woman or hockey. There's, these questions are too hard. Yeah. Okay. Bro, oh, there's the timer. All right. We got to wrap this up. Uh-huh. Broil King barbecues or Weber, Weber barbecue. Okay. You already knew it was coming. <laughs> Deep Cove or Horseshoe Bay? Deep Cove. Spike ball or beer pong? Beer pong. Live comedy or concert? Concert. Beer pong or quiplash? Beer pong. Podcasts or movies? Movies. Writing or editing? Writing. Super Mario 64 or Conker's Bad Fur Day? Super Mario. Playing a fun game of GoldenEye 64 with good friends or getting your eyeball gouged out? <laughs> eyeball gouged out. <laughs> Penis-sized nipples or nipple-sized penis? Um, Penis-sized nipples. <laughs> sneeze every time you orgasm or orgasm every time you sneeze? Sneeze every time you orgasm. Yeah, yeah obvious one. Yeah. Come on, Jason. Right better this what or that, mean? dude. Come what on. Do you mean? All right, and finally, yeah, mountain biking or not mountain biking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. There are a lot of people listening out there. Like, uh, in what context do I have to mountain bike? Like, every we day? don't add context. This is this or that. We I'll just say, ask. I'll say mountain biking. I'm, I'll, All right, wow. there you go. That's game of this or that. Hey, how about time for? <laughs> God, that was a soundboard catastrophe. <laughs> How about time for one more adventure, or should we just axe it here? What's the one more adventure? What, sorry, well, I don't know. One don't we, we usually kind of just kill it here or go on one more adventure? I don't know. Did what we you're complete about. like your timeline? I feel like we didn't, but could uh, you like? It's fine. You hoodwinked. Yeah. You had a YouTube channel. Yeah. Was it ever your job? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you did it a lot though. Yeah. And you worked on the side. Yeah, and then I worked at a tech company for like ten years. Yeah. So you didn't talk about that, which is fine. Yeah. See, I think the problem was that for Dave's interview, we ate up half the time talking about your road trip. But we, we <laughs> well, knew this going in. Pipe. And speak pipes. And speak pipes and fun facts. But we knew this going in. Is there anything you would want to talk about we missed? Do you, anything you Don't want to let people know? It, this interview is really illuminating that I feel like I've done nothing with my life. <laughs> oh, come on. Come Dave's, on. Dave's like his worst fan. Yeah. He's always putting himself so, down. He I thinks feel... that he thinks nobody knows him. We could do a thousand <laughs> podcasts and a million videos, and they all go viral, and he'll still say nobody knows who I am. You guys are. I'm in your guys' shadow. Yeah. I but do. here you are in the middle of the middle of the podcast. Yeah. You're great. We love you. Thank you. You're funny. Thank you, you always got something great to add to the conversation. And Appreciate it. You have one more chance. You want to tell anybody something? If you want to promote. There? Promote. <laughs> I work with you guys. What do I gotta promote? <laughs> promote our shit, dude. We gotta ask you. It's on the it's on the show oh, notes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You should go to mahalomydude.com and buy some merch, buy some stickers. Hey, there you go. He's paid to say that. Um, do you feel full? I I'm satiated. That's good. All right, That's guys. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. Speak pipes. Do it all. Go to Mahalo My Dude. Thanks for listening. And as always. Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.